Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the toast. Happy Thursday. How's everyone doing, Jax? How you doing? I'm darn good. It's the first Thursday in May. Do you know what that means? That's a good question. What does that mean? The new episode of The Redhead has dropped and I'm really excited. I actually was just thinking about like, oh, I need to promote The Redheads and I almost started this episode. Welcome back, Redheads, to another episode of The Redheads Book Club. That's kind of like our iconic intro. Yeah. That's our thing. And you always say it. I always say it. Is there any infighting amongst the group like Jax, I want to do the intro? No, because if you want to do the intro, here's another list of things that you now need to do. Anyone's welcome to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They all, we have a, we have a system. Yeah, I feel like you govern the redheads with an iron fist. Yeah, and everybody, I think everybody likes the way things are run. I think we all like the way things are run. Everyone's pleased with the way things are going. Yeah. And you can hear how things are going in the new episode that just dropped. You look adorable today. Is this sweater, which belongs to me, um, is this like a sort of symbolic gesture you know you're wearing the folklore sweatshirt sweater cardigan thing and you know this is our last episode before I head to Nashville there is an episode tomorrow you guys it's just audio only and um I'm gonna be in Nashville so yes the timing of me wearing this sweater says I support you in your journey and I'm wearing this as a symbol of the eras tour I didn't conceive of it that way when I asked you to borrow it I just like wanted to borrow a cardigan and I was like oh I know she has the cardigan right that will be easy for her you know, if I just said, can I borrow a cardigan? You would be so confused. Which one? So I said this cardigan. And it's really, really ugly. Oh, <gasps> no. It's so ugly. We need to get Snitch on here. There was like such positive Taylor vibes when she was here. No, I have positive Taylor vibes. We have a lot of Taylor talk today. Plus, you're going to the Eras tour. Plus, she's our first story and our biggest story. But this cardigan is ugly. And now that she's out Say of- it again. Say it again, the cardigan I brought from home for you. Keep calling my shit Your ugly. Your homemade cardigan. Keep calling my shit ugly, bitch. Now that she's out of folklore, like, can we talk about how ugly it was? Jackie was not into the folklore aesthetic. I will say it wasn't my personal vibe. It's very like fall, you know, upstate fall apple, apple upstate orchard. Upstate is fine. Apples plaid, are fine. Plaid. Plaid could go either it's way. It's not my personal aesthetic, but it was right for the moment, especially like in COVID. Like that's what everyone was wearing. It was, but like she went a little too hard with it. She took it a little too far. Well, you'll be pleased to know. I know you haven't like seen what the era store is, but like when she does her era for folklore and evermore, it's not she plaid. She gives this glam whimsical. It's glam whimsical fairy witch. Right. Because she, even she knows she wouldn't be caught dead in this fucking cardigan. I will say like now that we're out of it, like the curly bangs were not my favorite. <laughs> I can say that. I'm the a mature swirly Swifty. bangs. You didn't like them? The curly swirly turdy bangs were not my favorite. Yeah, but I'm not going to poo-poo this cardigan that is clothing me today. Literally. I'm sure it looks horrible on the show. You look because gorgeous. Even like when I wore the Fendi Skims cardigan, which like not to pit women against each other, but like that's a nicer cardigan. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Fendi. It was literally $2,000 <laughs> and you're wearing a $35 sweater. Right, right, right. You could tell. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, my God. And it shows. Jackie's just wearing my clothes, which I love to, you know, share. And you're just shitting on them. I don't feel like I'm shitting on you with this cardigan, though. And I've really been, like, such a champion of your wardrobe recently. She has. I literally was, Jackie, I went shopping yesterday for the Eras tour. I'm now, I know I said earlier in the week, like, I wasn't ready because I was dead from stagecoach. Like, I'm ready now. You know, I'm all packed. My flight is tonight. You just needed three days. That's your turnaround time. Yeah, I charge up. Some people take, like, they need 30 minutes to themselves. I need three whole days at home to charge up. Yeah. And I'm charged. And you're charged. And Jackie was so helpful. I got like some cute outfits for the Eras tour. We're also having a spritz event. So I have like a busy weekend in Nashville. So it's also like a big weekend to be, you know, me in Nashville. 
Why you? Because it's actually a big weekend to be a few people. One, because I'm going to Eras and it's like the world is currently revolving around me and you can't tell me otherwise. Two, Spritz is finally launching in Nashville this week. We are now being sold in a bunch of establishments. If you go to spritz.com and use the store locator, you can find all the different like liquor stores and bars and such. And we're like adding new ones every day. But a part of our big launch is something so exciting that I've been wanting to tell everyone. We have our first ambassador. So brand ambassador. Our brand ambassador in Nashville when we were thinking, you know, who could we get? Who could it be? There was really only one name on everybody's on the lips. Tips of everyone's tongue. Manon Ford. Shannon Ford is our new Spritz ambassador. So she's going to be all over Nashville, like promoting Spritz. She's the face of Spritz all over, but specifically in Nashville. So we're hosting an event for her to celebrate. And I got like a really spritzy dress that's like orange and pink and like so Shannon. And, so, and I sent it to Shannon. I was like, I don't want to upstage you. This is like your big night. And she's like, bitch, ugly. You're so ugly. You can never upstage me. <laughs> that's not what she said. But like there was a subtext. She's like, no, you're fine. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm fine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that was great. And it's just going to be a great weekend. I'm so excited about Shannon. I'm so excited about spritz and i'm so excited about taylor like we got like a big party bus we're gonna fill it with spritz like we're gonna be the most annoying people possible i'm gonna i think vlog for patreon great and i got like a new camera you know all the kids are i forgot to tell the you this sony that everyone's Canon. posting let yeah, me tell you whatever. everyone is using these cameras yes including our younger sister margo went on a trip snatchler with a bunch of um her influence <laughs> satchel 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 is and that's so on brand for satchel too is like a canon g7x camera yeah so margo went on like a trip with a bunch of her influencer friends they were all taking uh, pictures on this camera so margo got the camera now everyone's using the camera and i was going through my stuff getting my podcast equipment ready for stagecoach and i have like this corner of my room with just like my tech supplies and i forgot i literally have that camera when we were building your studio, I bought a bunch of different cameras to like see what would be good for Patreon, what would be good, whatever. And it was too, I had like scratched up this one that I wanted to return and I couldn't return it. I was like, you know, maybe I'll keep it for Patreon and stuff. And it was a Canon G7X. Like I was so ahead of the times. This was like over almost a year ago. Wow. So I have that. I'm going to make like premium vlog quality shit. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So it's Make just, like a reality show. I want like confessionals yeah. from all the people going. Like Dana, mm -hmm. you know, what is she feeling? Everyone maybe if everyone could like make a little video of themselves getting ready. I know everyone's like staying in different places. Yeah. So like maybe everyone could contribute to that it. That would be great. And that would make me, it would be for me like yeah. to feel like I'm there. I love that for you. Yeah. Um. So it's never a bad time to be a Patreon member. Like we're going to Top Golf. We have so many fun things. I'm, I need to charge. Like I need to take it easy today. I need to take it easy tomorrow. I need to charge up because it's going to be one hell of a weekend. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm absolutely devastated that you're not coming I understand why you're not but like it's genuinely like an uncool thing of you to do yeah it's just too much for me of course of course so uh, but it's uncool I know but I can't even see myself there at this point I know you know I know like what would I wear uh, this I mean cardigan I'm not even, you would wear the cardigan I'm not even pregnant and I'm like what am I wearing yeah but it, your outfit is really good I hope you're feeling really good about it I am feeling good I did order some things to ship to my hotel. I got this very cool things skirt. Things in which to ship? Things Shipping and things to which. And I might change up the shirt. But I have a good like shirt just in case. You know, but I got a very cool, like very lover era skirt. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. What? what what's with the face? No, I'm just, until I see it. Like, yeah, of course. I just, I need to see it. Mm -hmm. I need to see these things. Things in which to see. And I'm wondering, like, if I were going, not pregnant, because it's like not as not as many options, but like what era I would have gone for. So let me tell you how like when I first like knew I was going to be going to this concert before I even had tickets, I'm like, I'm going to dress up as an era. Me and Margo even thought about dressing up as Taylor and Selena in those matching black and white outfits when Selena came on to sing, can't keep my hand, like those studded. But then I was like, all right, I need to calm down. Glad you didn't. <laughs> um, like I was going to go really specific. Like I even, I bought a gold fearless dress that looked so fucking ugly on me. Beachside bunny can't return. Never ordering from you again. What is this? These places you can't return. I'm, I've been ordering. They from, know like, that you'll want to return. I've been ordering from like a bunch of like, basically like, like influencer shops, like beachside bunny, 12th tribe. You can't return. Like I'm the type of bitch. Like I will order so much stuff and I'll keep a lot of it, but I can't keep everything. So you can't shop at those websites. I didn't know. I didn't even occur to me to look. Yeah. Who doesn't have fucking returns? That's literally like Stalinism. It's giving Stalin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's definitely had a bad return policy. And he definitely didn't give you a label. Or no exchanges. No exchange. No. Oh, yeah. You can return it for store credit. Uh, 
your website sucks. Why the fuck would I want to store credit? So I was going to be like really niche and it gets hard and you just like want to dress in like sparkles, you know? Yeah. Sparkles are easy. Maybe when I go in New York, since like I'm feeling so rushed now, I'll be more methodical with like a full recreation. Oh, because you're going in New York too. Yeah. Here's an idea that like, I don't think is like the right idea, but just an idea that came Throw to it mind. Out. Like, Throw it out. Because you're going with like a really big girl gang. Like if you all dress like Bad Blood music video, the whole box. Yeah. I mean, thanks for that idea the day we leave. I can't really <laughs> stress how entirely helpful that is. But is that a good idea? Yeah, of course. We could have made like sick TikToks where we all <laughs> pretended to be like Zendaya and yeah. Olivia Benson. Thanks so much, bitch. Like, oh my God. Well... At least you're not. That song sucks. I actually, she does perform that song. I actually, she like, does. She does in a. I'm sure she does a good version of it, and she does like a short one. Perfect. Yeah, because there's like a bunch of eras. Like we just got Reputation tour. We just got 1989. We've never seen folklore evermore. A lot of us weren't there for debut, or you know. So she does a bridge like 1989. She does like Shake It Off, Bad Blood, like the songs everybody hates, and she does them really short. Like I love that. Yeah, so that's like a good time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So again, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so generous. Nobody asked me. Like, bitch, hey. we don't need to ask. Like, it's it's like a universal, like knowledge. Like, Jackie has the best ideas. Like, you need a, like I literally did a podcast yesterday, and somebody was like, asked me like, how do you guys do this? And, and I'm like, Jackie. Oh, the whole so podcast. Sweet. I was like, well, Jackie did that. Can you share what podcast you did? Or I don't know. Soon? I like, don't. When does it come out? It doesn't come out for a few weeks, right? And I don't know. It's not like anything crazy. It's not Howard Stern, you know. Like yeah, yeah. We have but a- it, it's a really good. I'll give you a clue. It's a really good podcast of like a very popular influencer who loves the toast, who we've recently become friendly with. Can't wait to listen. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. But she was just like, because she's new to podcasting, she was asking so many questions about like, well, what did you do here, and how do you know about this? I'm like, well, Jackie said that, and then Jackie did that, and. Yeah, maybe you should have Jackie on. <laughs> That's so sweet. Well, if you're going to Arizona with a big girl group, then Take maybe Jackie's it's a good idea, idea for you. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't seen anyone do that. No, me neither. Yeah. Thanks. I wonder what it means to Taylor, like how moved she must be by the fact that like everybody is showing up and showing out for her. Like people go to concerts, shows, the theater these They wear days, merch. And they, Jeez. at best, yeah. at best, they look like they wear sweats, everyone's biker shorts, t-shirt, like, which that's just how people dress. But like everyone just decided to be black tie yeah. for Taylor Swift. And it must be like so flattering. flattering for her. And I just, I wonder what it means to her. Yeah. Either people are dressing up to the nines, like sequins, black tie, or people are getting so creative with like yes. costumes. Like I saw. Like on keychain on the ground. Girl. Yes. I saw two girls dressed up as um, fire and they were holding blue paintbrushes. Did it was two girls? Did the twin flame blues paint you blue? <laughs> like so niche, and it's so funny. Yeah, like it's so flattering. You're right. Yeah, so I, I'm sure she like looks around. It's an, uh, um, already thousands of people there. Everybody singing every lyric to every song, and they came out and they dressed up for her. Like they all went to dry bar. They all got their makeup done. Yeah, no, they all like put thought and care into their outfits and like wore dresses and seamless even when the sweats are more comfortable you yeah know? of course and like I was thinking like it's a three-hour concert I want to like pop my pussy dance I would love to wear just like athleisure and sneakers yeah. I actually am wearing sneakers because I need to know my limits um and how much more fun I would probably have if I was like actually comfortable but I would never do that to Taylor no I think you'll have more fun being dressed up honestly yeah like taking pictures I'm so excited I and I just want to prepare everyone like my stories will be so annoying like they will be I think it's good. I, I think, think it's, good. it's what we need to see. Good, because it's the one you got. Do you have your tissues over there? I could just like use a little sniffle. I love tissues. I it's like a new thing I've kind of discovered th- through Jackie, of course, that like <laughs> tissues exist. And if you have like a little snot bubble or something or like a runny nose, like you don't have to use your sleeve and you don't have to use a paper towel. And you don't have to keep snorting up. Right. Can you can give a little dab with a nice soft tissue. You can use a tissue. That's like, it's life changing. It's a life changing discovery. <laughs> yeah. You were like, we need tissues for the studio. I'm like, tissues. And you were so right. Yeah. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Well, thank you for the tissue. It's a pleasure. We've got a great show. Yeah, we do. We've got stories. We've got Vanderpump Rules. 
we have Vanderpump Rules. So you watch Watch What Happens Live? I did. I did turn it off maybe with like 10 minutes left me because too. honestly, Annalie Ashford was annoying the fuck out of me. I liked her enthusiasm. Me too. It's nice when someone, and they've been doing that, like pairing every Wednesday's Watch What Happens Live with somebody who like gets it. And it's not just like a celebrity who just has something to promote. Yeah. And a celebrity who would be pissed that the whole time we're talking about Vanderpump Rules. You're talking to like, you know, a relative nobody, but yeah. not in this yeah. circumstance. Yeah. So I did watch that and we're going to recap it in addition to the Fast Five and just a reminder, tomorrow's episode, I'm bringing all my equipment with me. I will be doing my podcast from Nashville. I'll be simmering in a spray tan that Shannon will will do. You know Shannon has like a whole ass. I know. Is she going to spray you? Yeah. Wow. You that's want, intimate. You want to, oh, she's, she literally, nothing is more intimate after what we've been through this weekend because when we got to the house, like I was sick. And everyone was like, Claudia, like, you can take the master. I'm like, thank you so much. But the bathroom was like literally too big for one person. So everyone's like makeup and hair and like shower station was my bathroom. Um, and so like me, Margo and Shannon, basically like we all showered in front of each other. Like it, like there's nothing Shannon has seen that hasn't, seen. hasn't already been seen. But she is, it's actually so smart. And the last time I was in Nashville for my show, she did it for me too. And I actually looked so beautiful. It's so smart. She has like a full blown professional airbrush machine yeah. that she keeps and she uses her guest bathroom as like the shower as the booth and she's like yeah and, and then she you know I was like will you spray me and she's like yeah come over either Thursday night or Friday morning she's like wait no I'll pick you up from the airport and then take you and spray you and then drop you off at your hotel can you wow. believe she offered to pick me up at the airport that's so kind that's real friendship I honestly like I feel like I'm not gonna make her like I actually feel bad that's friendship she's Claudia, such a friend I know she's such a fucking real one I love yeah. that bitch yeah um so it's, I'm just excited I'm really I'm I'm so sad you're not coming don't worry about me. Enjoy yourself. You won't even have a thought about me. Send lots of pics. And we can't wait for the recap on Monday. I know. I mean, I'm back in studio Monday. It's going to be great. So with that, let's with that, get into... Should we? Yeah. I, I agree. The Fast Five stories that you need to know today. And I'm so excited. We have a new sponsor for a show that I'm quaking over. So Netflix is sponsoring today's episode, telling us about their new show, Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. So it's centered on Queen Charlotte, who we know from Bridgerton. It's like her origin story. It's a prequel. It's about her rise to prominence and power. This Bridgerton verse prequel tells the story of how the young queen's marriage to King George sparked both a great love story and a societal shift, creating the world of the ton inherited by the characters in Bridgerton. So not only do we get Queen Charlotte's origin story, we see so many characters that we know Angela Danbury... Yes. Mrs. Bridgerton, the Bridgerton mom. So it's a story about how young Charlotte, young Agatha Danbury, and young Violet Bridgerton came to be the beloved and revered characters that they are in Bridgerton. You learn how they found their place in power all while navigating their personal passions and politics. It is, of course, written by Shonda Rhimes, and she's also the executive producer, so you know it's going to be good. While the characters are in positions of power, behind closed doors, they are as vulnerable as the next person. This series explores the struggles to balance their personal life alongside their duty. The love between Queen Charlotte and King George is the love story to inspire all love stories, the kind of love that the entire ton aspires to for themselves. It's the myth that has ever, that has set everything. The series has all the elements of Bridgerton audiences that they love, you know, like the sex, the steamy romance, the scandal, the ton, of course. And the chemistry between young Queen Charlotte and young King George is steamy. So it's romantic, it's sexy, it's scandalous, it's glamorous, it's relatable, it's daring, and it's authentic. And you can watch it now on Netflix. It premiered today, May 4th. People are are already loving it it's only available on Netflix you can watch it now and I am so excited well I know what I'll be doing this weekend yes today's episode is also brought to you by Honey Love the reviews are in and Honey Love came out on top for the best wedding day shapewear also the best era's shapewear and I literally was thinking about canceling my trip last night I don't know if you saw my Instagram story I could not find my Honey Love shapewear because I just done laundry I'm like where did I put it I accidentally left it in like the bottom of the laundry bin but it was clean it was like a whole thing but basically all that to say like you can't go anywhere without your shapewear so whether you're a bride a guest or you're just looking for an everyday fit at a wedding honey love is your go-to for all things shapewear they have revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear you'll immediately feel and see the difference and of course we have an exclusive offer for our listeners get 20 percent off your entire order with code toast 20 at honeylove.com so i got so many messages actually after our last honey love read people being like thank you for like the the revelation that is honey love I'm going to a wedding I'm going to an event I have whatever and it's really changing people's lives because you shouldn't have to sacrifice sacrifice your oxygen just to you know have sneeze smooth snatched lines when you're wearing a dress and honey love understands that so their super power short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by just offering you the perfect amount of compression you don't have to worry about it rolling down thanks to their flexible boning that's hidden in the seams 
We've all been here struggling to take off a tight piece of shapewear while you're, you know, trying to use the bathroom at the at the event. But their shapewear has 100% cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom access. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market. Toasters are loving it. And save 20% off at, at HoneyLove.com when you use code TOAST20. That's code T-O-A-S-T-2-0 at HoneyLove.com. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome, Jackie. Our first story, back to Taylor. Taylor Swift is dating the 1975's Matt Healy after her split with Joe Alwyn, reports The Sun, and everybody else is following suit. Daily Mail. That Taylor has reportedly found herself another London boy. She is now dating the 1975 frontman Matt Healy. A source says, it's super early days, but it feels right. They first dated very briefly almost 10 years ago, but the timings just didn't work out. Although Joe and Taylor's breakup was announced last month, the insider claimed they broke up in February so there's absolutely no crossover in fact the new couple is reportedly ready to go public with their romance this weekend you're saying he's bringing them out Swift's upcoming eras tour in Nashville listen I would love for all of this to be true and I'll get into the reasoning why but one thing about Taylor is like we literally she's never she's we've never bested her like she's always there's no way like a surprise guest has been leaked that no, but and not necessarily surprise guest, but maybe he's going to the show with her. Maybe they're going to step out to dinner in Nashville. I'm gonna have to. That's like dinner. the vibe. I'm I have getting. to make dinner reservations. I don't think that if they are dating, that she's going to now like put him front and center at her show. Yeah, that's fair. I think more so that they will be spotted together in Nashville. Well, <sighs> also they're reporting that unlike. Taylor's relationship with Joe, which was extremely private, the source said that the new couple wants to own this romance and not hide it away. Okay, so let's take two different lanes here. Let's talk about the couple. this being true. Let's okay. say this is true. So here for it. Taylor being in like a public relationship with another star. I've recently fallen into 1975 TikTok and like I totally understand like the Maddie Healy thing. He's like this tortured artist. He's really talented but he's kind of crazy. He like makes out with fans and he says crazy shit and he's always chain smoking cigarettes and he's always drunk. Like I love that for her. Her going from like this really stable almost boring relationship with Joe to like chaos. I think that's exactly what she needs if true. What? I don't know. That doesn't sound like great. I didn't know all those things. No, it sounds fun. Like it's a rebound. I feel like this isn't a rebound. By the way, I pride myself on knowing everything about Taylor. I did not know that she had previously dated him, albeit like a short, brief romance. Like, I think it was... A dalliance. It was a dalliance. A dalliance! Like, maybe even a text message, sort of. You know, like, maybe a, a, an attempted meetup sort of thing. A dalliance! A dalliance. I'm so glad. I hope not spontaneously... Well, whatever. I also saw a headline that, as of a few months ago, he stopped kissing fans at his shows. Yes. Which would signal his... Love and respect for Miss Swift. Right, like a, a monogamous moment. Yeah, but I didn't know he was like a crazy rock star type. I thought he was like, you talked about him a few months ago on The Toast, that he's like, you know, everybody was loving him. Mm-hmm. The 1975 is so good. and he's They are so good. The front man, but I didn't know he was a party boy. Oh, he's nuts. Bad boy. If you watch any footage of him on stage, he's so psychotic. He's so talented and it never really gets in the way of his performances, but he's like always drinking, always smoking cigarettes, like always like slurring, like he's nuts. But I think it really is is like a, an act almost I don't know it's very like tortured artist vibe I don't I'm not educated enough on the 1975 yet I'm getting there to know like what who he, who's the real Matt Healy mm-hmm. but he's like crazy okay so would you say like this would be it for her no 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 oh okay. no I was feeling like this was it for her no because they made it seem that way like you know it was wrong place right time Wrong time, right person kind of thing all those years ago. And now they're both in different places. I don't think that this is like it. But it's definitely fun because... Oh, and like another clue now in hindsight, before Eras started, Taylor um, was brought out to a 1975 show and she sang Antihero. Right. So it's now we're like looking back. We're like, oh, for sure. They, they were fucking back, you know, back yeah. in the day. And the source says they were introduced by Jack Antonoff. Right, which makes sense. I feel like everyone Taylor meets in her life is introduced to her by Jack Antonoff because he just knows everyone. Yeah. So... So do you believe it? No. No. No, like nothing about Taylor that's actually true, we know. You know, like she's so, she really is like this vault. I kind of believe it. I'm so, I want to believe it. But I don't know. Like them saying they're going to like be out and about. Like, if okay, if she's actually out and about with Matt Healy in Nashville, like then everything in this article is true, you know? Well, it doesn't mean that everything is true. I don't know. I just, the sun. But it's British. I know, but like, I think, I don't, I don't understand the landscape of British tabloids. But and everybody I, else is picking it up. Yeah, because once one person, one, once one outlet picks it up, all the other outlets can pick it up without having like the blame placed on them. Yes, but not when it's absolute nonsense. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm so here for it. Like, I'm, And there was a Dumois tip that they were set up by Jack Antonoff. Yes, and Dumois had posted uh, her podcast, like a, a sneak peek of her podcast that I think drops today with this clue in it right before the sun came out. So two two things things are adding yeah i'm trepidatious of course but i'm, I'm optimistic mm-hmm. i'm here for it. it it makes a lot of sense so you want to like chocolate you would like the 1975 it's like sooner i can never understand what the fuck they're saying but it's like you know like that's the vibe and it's good it sounds really good it is sooner when i like chocolate I only know the word chocolate. Soon I'm in, so it's like it's like happy music, like you know. Yeah, you love know? it. Yeah, it's cute. So, what does this mean? Where do we go? I don't know, but I feel good knowing, like, able to make this story about me. Like, I will be in Nashville. I'll tell you guys everything. You'll I let say. us know what you see, and I will be like hitting up all the hot spots just to you know look around corners, dark hallways, seeing if I see them. Yeah. I think that this makes a lot of sense for her as her next relationship. Like she's still like it's a little bit similar to Joe, but also very different. She really does love a British boy. You know, she loves a London boy. She that didn't enjoys change. Nights in Brixton. What? Like that didn't change just because like her and Joe changed. Yeah, but like really, all of her boyfriends, like Harry, Tom Hiddleston, Joe. What other Brits was she linked to? Not all. No, not all, but like a lot they're, recently. They're also just like a lot of boyfriends. Don't be no, that, no, Jackie. No, no, I'm not saying it in don't, a negative way. Don't. I'm literally. Don't do it. I'm not. Don't do but it. But I'm not saying it in a derogatory way. It's just like the volume. There's a lot to choose from, which I love that for her. So and toxic. also, like so she's been toxic. off the market for a few years. Yes. And now we're getting like this Taylor back, like eligible Taylor back. No, and I also feel and like... I find it very exciting. And I'm too. not, like there's no shade in anything that I'm saying. Like what else the fuck should she be doing? No, totally. She's been famous for 15 years and like a gorgeous single girl. What the fuck should she be no, doing? No, and I feel like we're like, right now the Taylor that we have is like the best version of Taylor. I feel like she's like probably the happiest she's ever been. She's so confident. I feel like for a lot of years she like struggled with like the fame and I feel like she's at a good place now. So whoever, like I feel like now she's gonna be like attracting that energy. And I that's what I said. I don't think you were on the toes. I think maybe it was Margo, like when we were dissecting the breakup, everyone was like crestfallen. I'm like, no, bitch. Like, I love a single, like, I lived for Taylor's boyfriend's era. Like, I've been kind of bored. But boring is, it's is nice. good. No, of course. Like, she has to make a life for herself. But yeah. I'm just, I'm commenting merely as a spectator. And had you seen the rumor before that she was dating that F1 driver? Yes. And he was like making tick. There was like a very baseless, small, I didn't even hear it, rumor that she was dating this F1 driver. Then he started making all these TikToks using her music, and people were like, it means it's true. And I'm like, no, this guy's just fucking thirsty. Yeah. And the more, and he's made multiple TikToks. The more he makes, the less valid this rumor is. And I don't even know this man, but I think he's a thirsty loser now. And I'm sure Taylor does too. I'm sure Taylor doesn't know this man either. Literally, I am sorry to this man. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully there's more where this came from. Yeah. I will say like on a looks level, I don't think they're equal. You know, I like to... You know, Taylor's like the most beautiful woman ever. And he's like, you know, but that's the thing. It's like tortured artists who are a little bit ugly. Like people think they're hot. Like he's not traditionally gorgeous, handsome. You know, he's not like Jake Gyllenhaal for lack of a better example. But I think she's beyond that. You know, like she's looking into their soul. Looks are so 2012. Would you say Joe is as handsome as her? No, but I think some people, I think some people find Joe extremely handsome. I don't, I didn't. Would you say Tom Hiddleston? Yeah, he's handsome. He is? He's like classically handsome, yeah. He is? Yeah. To me, he's no more or less handsome than Matt Healy. No, I think he's more handsome. Let me get get a nice photo of him. I love like judging other men's looks and like calling them ugly. It's my favorite thing. No. Tom Hiddleston is very classically handsome. So is Joe. (laughs) Let me look again. Yeah. Okay, like that's a bad pick. Mm. No, okay. He's just like really not photogenic. And this long hair era he was in is not cute. It's like I have to Google pictures of all these men because like I, I don't know whether or not they're handsome because I don't look at them. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Like I look through them. Tom Hiddleston is handsome. I, I stand by what I said. Like so there are some ugly pictures of him on the internet though. I mean, relatable. <laughs> relatable. Okay. Well, are you ready to move on from this? Like, like no. For today? I don't think I'll ever be ready. But yes, for the sake of, you know, the memory cards. Right. I'm, I'm ready. 
Our next story, Jackson Mahomes, brother Ugh. of Patrick Mahomes, is now Cousin out, of Austin. Cousin of Austin Mahomes is now out on bond following aggravated sexual battery accusation. So yesterday it was reported that Jackson Mahomes was arrested on charges of aggravated sexual battery. Uh, this was in connection with the um, incident that we had described a yep. few weeks ago of him at a bar. Um, was that a few weeks ago? It does feel like a few months. A few weeks could be a few months. No, it so wasn't true. like two to three weeks. It was definitely like a month or two. I feel like it was actually three to four months. Like <laughs> everything is three to I four know, months I know, to I know. Turdy. I know, I know. Um, so the local news channel captured footage of him walking to his car from the J Johnson County Detention Center. According to the outlet, he was charged with three felony counts of aggravated sexual battery and a misdemeanor count of battery. Uh, he was out on a $100,000 bond and his arrest stems from the alleged incident at a local restaurant in late February. Okay. Late February. What is it? Early May. It's a couple. It's, it's, uh, it's two months, right? Okay. February to March, March to April. It's like 10 weeks. So that's more than a couple weeks. Yeah. So we're both wrong. <laughs> in the middle. Right. This is what, this is what was right. Right. Um, so what's so unique about the situation, I feel like a lot of times, like, you know, we report on celebrities like even that Jonathan Majors thing that like kind of is not going away. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. He's been dropped by like his like there's I think there's more stuff coming out. It's always like he said, she said, like we don't believe this whole thing is captured on footage on camera. The footage of it is so disgusting. Like he did that shit and good. Yeah. Good. He got arrested. Good. Good. Yeah. So no one's above the law, bitch. No. no. It's just so weird. Like, you know, Patrick is this like american icon he was at the just met at the met gala we forgot to talk about him there did he win the super bowl yeah 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 yeah, yeah. travis he won the super bowl like travis. it's this difference is so stark and i'm sure he's like supporting his brother during this time because he's been very supportive of his brother but it's so weird yeah it's it's not good he needs to get his act together this he needs one. to get it like because clearly everything that like has happened to jackson mahomes is a byproduct of like him thinking he's the shit untouchable Untouch yeah when it's not even his success it's his brother's right. success his brother's not out here acting like that his brother's like a nice happily married man they just had a baby you know he goes to work every day and comes home his fucking brother it's like it's not even about you yeah my god delusional energy yeah that you could just do whatever you want and make out with whoever you want good for this girl like i hope she takes this all the way yeah, for sure. It's all on camera. He's literally disgusting. And I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. I'm here for... And you know I me, mean? I was a staunch defender. I thought people were, were too mean to Jackson Holmes, but people saw something I didn't say. Yeah, just like on Vanderpump Rules last night. Which part? Like Lala and Katie seeing something that yeah. nobody can see. Yeah, knowing like Ariana, like... Ariana. Like being so trusting. Yeah, we'll talk. Like it's almost, it's sweet if it weren't so stupid. No, like it actually is bad. Yeah. Like. It's like Sheena too. Yeah. Like reflecting so poorly on everyone. But you know, you really can't blame someone for wanting to see the good in people. Yeah. We'll talk about okay. it. Okay. Because I, I do feel that way about the Raquel stuff. But like, why was she just like so adamant to like not go after Sandoval for lying about the Uber at the Labor Day party? Yeah, and she was, like, like, kind of putting that on Lala. So, like, he literally standing there lying. And it's like, so, Lala, did you get what you wanted? It's like, well, I was doing this for, for you, you so you could see that your man doesn't care about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Well, Ariana's been, been, she's like, you know. She learned. She learned. But it was weird to watch. And it was making, it was like. It was, that, that conversation about the Newport Beach barbecue party was weird. Because, like, Lala was trying to point out inconsistencies. And Ariana was like, okay, Tom, get over here. I mean, okay, Lala, you were right. Now what? Yeah. It was weird. It's like, do so, so do something about it. Right, right. Whatever. Right, we'll right. get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I can't make everything about Vanderpump Rules. I can. Are you ready for our next story? What do you think? I think so. Okay. It's a little real estate news because Pedophile Island has been sold. Billionaire Stephen Deckoff snaps up dead pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's two private islands for $60 million oh. to develop state-of-the-art luxury resorts. That's what I had said. That's what I think when when... I, I was co-hosting with Ben, maybe during your maternity leave. We were talking about like, wh who's going to buy this? And Ben was like a Marriott or like a Four mm -hmm. Seasons. Someone's going to buy it because it's cheap at the price because of what happened there. Yeah, it was originally listed for $125 million, So it went Almost for half. less than half. Right. So, you know what? People will forget. You know, I'm not going to not stay at this gorgeous hotel because the person who owned it previously was a freak. It's a good business. Honestly, it's a good business move. But who is this guy? 
He's the founder of private equity firm Black Diamond Capital Management, and he has announced plans to develop a state-of-the-art luxury 25-room resort on the land. 25-room? Oh, that's, like, really small. Yeah. It's, like... It's, like, it's not a hotel. It's, like, a private resort. Yeah, it's not like, going to be, like... Yeah, it's, like, where Sophia Richie Grange would probably honeymoon. Oh, I found out where she was honeymooning. In the Maldives. Yeah, but everyone, like, couldn't figure it out. But then she geotagged it for a second and accidentally and removed it. The one and only. Nice. I hadn't heard of it. There's one, um... In, in Cabo that yeah. Lauren Bostic always goes to. That's yes. how I know what it is. But when but when celebrities go to the Maldives, they always stay at the Brando or the Four Seasons. Like Obama stayed at the Brando. So I was like, why wouldn't the Granges? Maybe it's new. Maybe. 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 Um, so. Sorry, continue. So he owns BlackRock, Black Rock. Black Capital Diamond. Management. And so this is like. So like a person didn't buy it. Like a company did. Like the article's like a little misleading. Because they're going to, you know. Sort of. Like a venture VC bought it. Yeah. But it's in his name. Like, they didn't Isn't that weird? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like a personal investment of his. It's a pretty decent investment. I do think people will eventually move of on. Of course they will. Where is it? British Virgin Islands, right? U.S. Virgin Islands. Mm. British Virgin Islands are much nicer. But like here you wouldn't need a passport. Who doesn't have a passport? No, like, like it's just sometimes Like nice. if you can afford to it's go nice to a 25 to room, you have a fucking passport. <laughs> sometimes it's, okay, fine. But sometimes it's like nice to not have to go international. For sure. But like if you're staying at this hotel, like you are most likely flying private and it's like really the same okay, thing. For sure. Flying private internationally. Cus- it's customs versus no customs. There's literally no customs. Like when you fly, I ha- not to be like so obnoxious, like I have flown private internationally. They literally like come onto your plane and, and stamp. They- they, they, they took a look at you and like give you a piece of paper and they move on. Like it's a five minute thing. You could save those five minutes now that it's U.S. Virgin Islands. Five minutes is nothing to rich people. That's what Taylor Strecker was saying. Like five times the only commodity you can't buy. Ta- rich people figure it out. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Taylor Strecker was talking about this thing called stealth wealth. Um, it's like this new trend. It's like how like really rich people live in an entirely different world. Like wearing a coat, like rich people don't wear coats because like they're never outside, you know? Yeah. And like customs, stealth wealth, not a thing. Yeah. These inconveniences. Yeah. No, for like regular people traveling commercial, it's like hours and like years off your life just to go through customs. Rich people, six minutes. Got it. Okay. So passport or no passport. You can right. And I have traveled to both the US and the British Virgin Islands in one trip. And did you find that one was like uh, yes. more convenient? Oh, convenient beyond US. The beauty of the two, it's not even comparable. It's crazy how it's literally an hour boat ride or like actually, what did we do? We flew... It's an hour flight on like a tiny, not even an hour, like it's a 30 minute flight on one of those tiny planes. The difference, like the British Virgin Islands are so much more beautiful. Like it's crazy, but it was so annoying. Like I couldn't watch the Harry and Meghan interview because I was in Britain. It was when I was there when the Oprah interview came out. Oh, right. And I was so excited. You needed your VPN. I had to get a VPN on my phone. Oh my God, my phone was like a thousand degrees. I was watching it at the beach. Like so turnt, like literally using like a remote satellite VPN, but I got it. It's just so hard to be like a luxury vacationer like you. Who has like a deep obsession with pop culture. Yeah, it, it's it's extremely trying. This is me trying. Uh, would you go here? If I could afford it, yeah. You wouldn't. If somebody took me. If somebody, yeah. If like- yeah, I'll tell Brian to get on it. Maybe they need like, you know, some hot influencers to like promote the new resort when it comes up and I'll definitely go. Yeah, and it's like, you know what? The land didn't do anything. No, why are we blaming the land? It was the people. Yeah. No, by the way, I think like anyone who wouldn't stay here because of what used to happen, like as like some sort of being like self-righteous, like that's moronic. Maybe you would feel a little weird that I understand, but like, oh, I would never stay there. They used to own. Why? Yeah. You're going to. Why? Like that that stance doesn't do anything. It doesn't. Except hurt you. Like you you don't get to go on a beautiful trip. Yeah. No, but it doesn't help the victims. Yeah. Or anything. No. So just like take the trip. I think, honestly, like, that's what everyone would want. And then maybe find another way to help the victims, to balance it out. Because you clearly, you care. Yeah, there should be, like, a victim fund. Yeah, where, like, a portion of the proceeds. Yeah, like, when you're checking out to book your stay, it's like, do you want to round up to the nearest dollar? Right. Or, like, nearest $100,000. Right. To To help the the victims. victims. That's such a good point. Free idea. Free idea. But it will cost you. Are you ready for our next story? If it's the next story that's brought to you by State Farm. It is. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. And it comes with a lot of benefits, like the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and an affordable price just for you. Because after all, life is so much better when you can personalize your experiences. I mean, what's more personal than insurance? Quite literally nothing. Not Not comedy. comedy, Not not food. Not not poetry. poetry. (laughs) No, like 
Jackie and I, name two girls more similar. We have so Jackson Claude. We are so similar. When I tell you our personal price plans are so different. You're a homeowner, a car owner, twice. I don't have much to my name, but I still need insurance. You're like, a renter. I'm a renter. Like we have different needs and we're so similar. And that's why insurance should be personal. And it is because personification, nope, personalization means you have the power to choose what you want to include and what you want to leave out. It just feels better that way. And why shouldn't insurance work like that too? That's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. You can choose to include options like bundling your home and auto policies. That means you'll get the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. In the end, you'll have a policy that gives you what you want. And doesn't that feel better? <clears throat> like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. Thank you, State Farm, for sponsoring today's episode. And thank you, Vegamore, for sponsoring today's episode as well. We're always trying to do right by our bodies. So when it comes to our hair and scalp health, finding a product that actually works is and is made with clean ingredients always seems like a trade-off. But with Vegamore, get products that are made with clean ingredients and give us visibly healthy hair and scalp. With Vegamore, we are able to have visibly thicker, fuller, and shinier hair without all the harsh ingredients. All Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. So everybody knows like I'm dealing with this issue and I'm like trying all different things. I've, you know, recently started shedding my hair. I was literally like freaking out about it a few weeks ago. You're in like your pregnant clean girl era. So mm -hmm. we both have like different needs. Different reasons to come to the same product. Right. So Vegamore's value kits, like the, the Grow Essentials Kit, which is what Jackie and I both use, you get to try more than one amazing product, and they also have great savings. When you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on products that you need to take care of your hair. The key with your hair care routine is consistency if you want the most beautiful, healthy-looking hair. That's why we use Vegamore hair, the Grow Hair Serum. We use it daily on our hair and scalp, and we're flourishing. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. It's really popular for a reason. That's how good it is. Give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, the Toast listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash toast and use code toast. I have seen definite results. And honestly, I feel like such a, the hardest part about like going through like hair shedding or, or thinning, whatever you're going through is like feeling so helpless. And like, once you just start actively using Vegamore, like it feels, it's such a weight you off your chest. Like, the process. And you're like, you're doing something about it like just if it's been bothering you like get started because it will feel better trust the process also Vegamore is perfect for me because it's clean but it also promotes growth like I still am in my regrowth right. era but I want to use clean products mm -hmm. Vegamore you ready for our next story I am Priyanka Chopra was on Howard Stern and she's opening up about her botched nose job and how she fell into a deep deep depression over it Howard Stern's making waves this month he is this week Priyanka Chopra says she fell into a deep, deep depression after a botched nose procedure and thought her career in entertainment was totally over. She made the revelations during an interview with Howard Stern on his show, going into detail about the dark period earlier in her life. She told Howard that a physician recommended that she go under the knife to remove a polyp in her nasal cavity. She followed the doctor's instructions and got the nose job, but afterwards she says her face looked completely different, causing her to slip into a deep, deep depression. Not only did the surgery affect her physical appearance, but it negatively impacted her work. She was said she was fired from three films as a result of the bungled procedure, making her think that her career was over before it started. She says things got so bad that she didn't even want to leave her house at times, but her late father, who was a doctor as well convinced her to get corrective surgery despite her misgivings so he went and was in the room with her and holding her hand and helped her build back her confidence she says she got her career back on track with the help of Bollywood director Anil Sharma and was grateful to him for giving her a supporting role in a movie even though she was originally slated to play the lead she then went on to star in several major Hollywood TV series including Citadel and Quantico yeah Quantico like really put her on the map yeah so but in America was, this was like very early in her career and here are three photos of oh the nose. I don't really know what I'm looking at. Like, like I think, um, I think after the botched nose job, like it still looks pretty it fine. It still looks really good, but it clearly changed her face and she had gotten famous. Like, yeah, with, with one face. face. And this has happened before to celebrities. Like you go in for like a little tweak or a mm -hmm. change and it's like, it changes your whole face. That's what happened to, um, Chloe. No, no, but Chloe's not, it wasn't a tweak, but Chloe got to a place where like. But Chloe's famous for like being Chloe. No, Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. That's oh, like the famous yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know she was in the biggest movie, and then she changed her face, and then she wasn't in the biggest movies anymore. Right, right. 
I have like a hot take on this story and I don't know if I should just shut up because it, it's kind of mean. Is it like tiny violins playing? It's tiny violins, but it's also like, I don't know, I feel like this is like somebody's attempt to be like authentic and raw and it's like not sad. Like, oh, you had a bad nose job and your daddy doctor like brought you back to get another one. Like, okay. Like, I feel like there's actually a lot of parts of Priyanka's life that I don't know about that are immensely interesting. Like, I would love to know like all about Bollywood and how she made the transition. Like, I don't know. I just felt like she wanted to endear herself to people. And like, this story is just like not cutting it for me. Like, that's your dark time. Like your nose job. Like, I don't know. I've never gotten a nose job and maybe it's like really traumatic to have, I don't know. I'm just like, okay. Yes, I hear what you're saying, but then like to this is like just because knowing that this has happened like a few times where it changes your face, then like you lose out on three roles, like you regret so wholeheartedly this thing that you've done. I'm sure it sent her into a dark time, and you know the worst time in someone's life is the worst time in their life. Yeah, it's yeah, the worst yeah. thing that they've ever no, been. No, you're through. right. You're right. I'm and being mean. No, and it's like maybe it's not the worst thing of all time, but it's still the hardest thing that they've ever had to go through. But I do completely fucking see your point, and I also like just. No, I'm sure. Honestly, Priyanka Chopra like has been through a lot of stuff. Like, and like any person has, and like I don't know. This is like her vulnerable moment. I'm just like having a hard time being like, oh my god. I also feel like her saying that she went under to remove the polyp in her nasal cavity. Like she could also just say like, I, I got wanted, a nose job. I wanted a nose job. Yeah. Yeah, people it's love, giving like deviated septum. It's giving deviated septum. But no, I actually really did have a deviated septum. I'm sure you did. But if I'm you sure liked, you did have a polyp. If you liked how it looked, you, you would have You wouldn't have touched it. it. And by the way, you can get deviated septum surgery and polyp surgery without changing the shape of your nose at all. Ben got like the sinus deviated septum surgery and his nose is exactly the same. Right. Ben loves his nose. He never wanted to change it. He was, that's what I, he almost put off the surgery for years because he thought he had to. Like, you don't have to. So when people say that, like, shut the fuck up, bitch. All this to say, I didn't watch the whole interview. Maybe that was, maybe she said that and, maybe, and it's not in this article. And maybe this article is just making her come off as like inauthentic because this is just giving like very woe is me. Like maybe in the, if I watched the interview, it, it would endear me to her more. I feel like it would. I feel like, you know, having a period of, especially as a young aspiring actress, yeah. having a period where they're kind of like, on the outs and you did it to yourself and it's, and it's like because of your physical appearance and yeah and it's like a choice that you made like I, I imagine that's really hard to go through as a young woman like I don't think that this was not nothing but I understand what you're saying that it's it's giving like hey look at me yeah hey feel sorry for me yeah no it's just giving like a like a, it feels like so out of touch like I don't know She's just talking. Like I know. I like hate. I hate to. Like I hate to be this person. That's why I almost didn't say a, it. I'm sure it's a very long interview. I'm sure this was like the thing that a lot of publications found the most interesting. Yeah. People love talking about plastic surgery. So I'm not gonna like be like you know Bianca Chopra sat down to talk about her notes. Right. Job. Right. She's, she's like just writing sharing. a book. Yeah. She was just sharing. And like we're choosing to read this. And like you're allowed to share. And you it are. Doesn't have to like break the internet every time. And has to, doesn't have to be the saddest thing I ever heard. Yeah. I guess. Like, just everyone has their own personal internal struggles. And I just, I didn't know that about her. I didn't know that about her either. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. It's left. Yeah, wait, why'd you put the iPad down? We have another story. Because we were leaving it at that. Yeah, no. There, so we were there, there was giving, like, conclusive energy, like, of the episode. Now the episode's over. Wait, there was something I wanted to say on the toast yesterday that I totally forgot. Okay. And then, I, re and then I remembered it as I was, like, falling asleep. I'm like... <sighs> was it about the Met Gala? Maybe. I can't remember. Okay. It's like, I'm, it's going to come to me later. Like, wait. Oh, you know what we haven't spoken about? The writer's strike. Oh, I thought you were going to say draft day. <gasps> draft day too. I've been getting so many TikToks of like emotional videos of people getting their phone calls from the coaches. I fucking love videos like that. That's like military reunions. I love. I actually watched a lot of the draft because Zach was insistent that we watch. Mm -hmm. And so I got to see all of the fanfare. Yeah, it's so sweet. It's such an exciting day. But the writer's strike is like a really big deal. So Pete Davidson's SNL episode, he was supposed to host on Saturday. He was supposed to host? Yes, he was supposed to come back. The episode's canceled. The writers Whoa. are on strike. And I believe it's an NBC thing. So it's like for Peacock. Writers want to be, they want to... Um, like adjust their the terms of their contracts because with streaming like all their shit is getting like so much bigger and and they want to be paid accordingly and people are like holding out but at the Met Gala like everyone was asked about it and like everyone is be no one's gonna be like I, I am against the writers union yeah. no one will ever write Find a good writers. role no one will ever write a good role for them but Amanda Seyfried gave like the weirdest thing like she obviously just didn't know what was going on it's like it's fine you don't know I have to know everything about everything and she was like yeah like it's fucked like just like like help the writers like her interview was so <laughs> cringe and like there are some people especially like 
John Mulaney and Jimmy Fallon, who like were at one point writers. They know a lot about it. So they're like really educated. Rob Lowe is, you know, it's giving very much like PR moment, but he's out there with, he's doing something. Like he's out there with the picket toes. Yeah. Amanda Seyfried is like with her full glam, like it's just fucked, right, man? Like she sounded high, like so fucked. Like I don't get it. Like just come on, give them. She didn't even know like what they were asking I, for. I kind of love that. Yeah, no, she's like, I support, I don't know anything about it, but I'm with the writers. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. But do you remember the writer strike when we were kids? Of course. Desperate Housewives? All of our favorite shows were impacted. Oh my God, it was so annoying. We were like, come on, writers. We were so mad. We were so mad. It was like, oh no, our favorite show's not on next because there's a writer strike. Right. And this is where it really kind of pays to be a big fan of reality television because there are no writers. That's true. Or like binge watching shows and it's not like we're you're waiting for the next episode but when we the last writer strike which i believe like when we were in like middle school lasted a really long time like how long does this last i don't know it's like that episode of 30 rock i feel like amanda seyfried like i don't know, I know. about it i know and i'm just come on man but what i know about it i know from the episode of 30 rock help like, the writers jack is negotiating with kenneth and he just wants like you know a dollar an hour <laughs> and ken jack won't give it to him but that's what i know about this but i'm just wondering what, what it means for us like as viewers like i do believe if it goes on for a certain amount of time like, we, content. Yeah. we will be impacted yeah yeah interessant very interesting are you ready for our fifth and final story i am it's a very exciting story because it's brought to you by the mtv movie and tv awards because the mtv movie and tv awards are back i know i saw a commercial for them yesterday and i was shook that drew barrymore yeah is the host they got an a-list host live sunday at 8 7 central and hosted by the one and only drew barrymore who is just like the host du jour these days no do you think that drew barrymore is gonna like with every person who wins like go up and like touch eyeballs and kiss them oh that's the thing about her yeah she like can't stop touching people honestly covid was probably really hard for her <laughs> It's the biggest night to be a fan, and for good reason. It's an award show that honors the movies and TV shows we actually watch. True. So true. Like, not us going through, like, all the other award shows being, like, the nominees. And, like, we've never heard of half of these things. Literally. We're going to get to the nominees, and we've seen all the movies. And what I like about this award show is, like, everybody really shows up. Because it's just fun. It's fun. It's and not, it's like, so serious. And the awards are chosen by the fans. And I do think that means the most to most of the artists. I agree. So the awards are chosen and voted on by the fans and some of the categories and nominees include best movie. You want to place our votes? Yeah, okay, read me the nominees. Avatar, The Way of Water. Oh, that's like, it's so hard to be up against Avatar. It is. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Also hard to be up against Black Panther. Elvis. Oh. Nope. Oh, I thought you were like, I, I thought you were like Elvis. Nope. No, 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 no. Scream 6, Smile, Top Gun Maverick. <sighs> Maverick. Maybe we'll get like another Sydney Sweeney Glenn Powell red carpet moment. Maybe because Glenn Powell will. might show up and oh, like. But why would she be there? Because like they're allegedly dating. No, but they're not going to give it away so fast. Maybe they will for the MTV TV and movie. Awards. But she did post a picture to her Instagram about their movie got a release date in December, mm -hmm. and it's like a picture of her and Glenn in the article. No, I'm telling you. Yeah, something is up. Okay, best show: Stranger Things, okay. The Last of Us. The White Lotus. Oh, wait, we didn't give a vote for the first oh. one. Oh. I think Avatar. Like, I don't know how you go up against Avatar and lose. Yeah. I mean, or Black win. Panther. Avatar or Black Panther. Okay. Now, best show. Stranger Things, The Last of Us, The White Lotus, Wednesday, Wolfpack, Yellow Jackets, Yellowstone. <gasps> Yellow Do you think, like, the cast of... Uh, things are so weird with Yellowstone. I feel like no one... They don't want to walk any carpets because they're just going to be asked, like, yeah. what's going on. Yeah, and so, I think they're filming, so And they I feel like, walk. yeah, like, not one of them will show up. I do think um, White Lotus will win. One, because it really was, like, the TV show of the year. And two, because Jennifer Coolidge is being honored with a comedy award. Yes, she's getting the Comedic Genius Award. So it would just be like a great night for Jennifer Coolidge if she could win all of them. Oh, I think And that, she'll be there to accept. A good, very good point. I'm surprised she wasn't at the Met Gala. Oh my God, yeah. I was thinking about that. That's weird. Well, the It MTV wasn't for lack of invitation. Movie and TV awards are Respe her Met Gala. They respect, they respect. I think that The Last of Us might win because I know. everybody is talking about that show. I know, and I didn't watch it and I feel like such like, I feel so out of the loop. I know, but I also don't think that I, sh like, I just don't think it's a show for me. But your queen from Game of Thrones is in it. Bella Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah, I know, it's hard. Was she a Ramsey in the show? No, she was a northerner though. Oh, okay, because it's giving Ramsey Bolton energy. It is. Also, everyone's favorite category, the most iconic category. K the kiss. Best kiss. So we have Anna Torv and Infected in The Last of Us. 
Harry Styles and David Dawson in My Policeman, Madison Bailey and Rudy Pankow in Outer Banks. Oh, I just watched. Oh, actually, I like that. Yeah, Riley Keough and Sam Claflin from Daisy Jones and the Six. No. Nope. And Selena and Cara Delevingne, Only Murders in the Building. That wasn't like a really great kiss. It was kind of weird and like soft. I'm kind of rooting for Outer Banks. Me too. Because honestly, I didn't even realize when I was watching the show how much I shipped them until like the show. Because it really was was like for her and Pope. Yeah. But until like the show changed my mind, I was so here for her and JJ. Jage, Jage, Jage. And it actually, it was a really good kiss too. Yeah. When did That's they kiss? My boat. On the boat? No, they almost After kissed. After he broke her out of camp, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love JJ. Yeah. No, they're really, really cute. That's my selection as well. Also, there's just going to be a ton of appearances celebs. from celebs. It'll be star-studded. Jamie Lee Curtis, Tiffany Haddish, Gal Gadot, Halle Berry, Anthony Ramos, Sarah Michelle Gellar, the cast of Vanderpump Rules, the <gasps> cast of Yellow Jackets, so many more. The cast of Vanderpump Rules, I feel like every year for this award show, like they always show up and show out. Like it's really glamorous, but this year more than ever. But like, do Raquel and Tom go? Like, Together? They, like, right. Um, they should. I feel like fuck it. I feel like this always fuck it. it always lines up that this award show is like at the either the very end of Vanderpump Rules or right after it ends, mm-hmm. and it's like a nice way to like conclude the season and they all dress up and like look really great. But now like there's so much more. I feel like and what if Ariana brings her new man's? Kristen was talking about it last night. Yeah, that she has a new man and and that he's lovely. Yeah, so this, you're not going to want to miss the MTV Movie and TV Awards, which are Sunday live at 8, 7 central. It's the biggest night to be a fan. Don't miss the 2023 MTV Movie and TV Awards, hosted by Drew Barrymore, live Sunday at 8, 7 central. Watch on MTV. All right, let's do TV recap. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules, we were just... Speaking of TV Awards, Vanderpump Rules. Last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules, I did misspeak the... The finale of Vanderpump Rules, I wasn't entirely wrong because I said yesterday, it airs May 17th. So I think there's two more episodes? Yeah. How do weeks work? I don't know. know. It's the fourth. So then the 11th, then two more. But the finale (laughs) is the 17th. Bless Yes. So one more before the finale. One more before the finale. And it definitely feels that way. Like things are coming to a head. Yes. So last night... Okay, but I also feel like this line that they gave us that nothing has been edited since Scandaval broke is a lie. I like, think so too. There's so many scenes where they're like punching in on Scandaval yep. when Raquel is speaking that there's no way we're there before. Okay, let's talk about glamping. Because first of all, there was no glut in that amping. It was full on camping. It looked horrible. Weird crew. Weird crew. And weirdness about. Like the gift like was so weird. Like first of all, who gives someone a pair of sunglasses without a case? Like that's, I, that's what's weird. I thought that was weird like he pulled these like sunglasses that have been like chilling in his pocket or probably like all scratched up and he was like giving it to her just like like it meant so much and it was just weird and he was just like Raquel was so emotional the whole time it made me feel like maybe she, she had was like drunk drunk they were like, all drunk it felt like she was maybe like high or like t- t- took mushrooms like I know that group. they were all under the influence I mean not I don't not everyone when she's going to bed just- crying with the sunglasses on Oh, I must have been on my phone. Um, <laughs> she, when she's giving like her toes, which by the way, she finally learned how to like do a toes. Yeah. Everyone's being like so mushy. Mm-hmm. Even when they're sitting around, like you can just tell they're just being drunk or high or whatever. Yeah, emo. So emo, take that with a grain of salt, but still like that's how they were behaving. Yeah, and like all the weird speeches about like her wanting, you know, pageants were so stifling for her and she started ta- crying when she was like, you know, my, I was supposed to be an occupational therapist. And I'm like, why are we crying? No, and she was like, with pageants, you have to have your career planned out. So at a young age, she chose to be an occupational therapist. And like, and since then, it just felt like her life was mapped out before her. It sounds like she's talk like she sounds like Queen Elizabeth. And she's <laughs> had this like, you know, duty that she has to uphold. And it's like, okay, girl, like, then don't be an occupational therapist. Right. And then she like, and this part, she's not drunk because she's in her confessionals. She's like crying again about how she's just like desperate to be a good role model. And it was just like, it was all too much. It was so yikes it was so it was and it was so weird when she's like I don't know what I'm doing with my life like and my parents like are like what are you doing and they were like well what about pageants no but it's like what about the elephant in the room you're literally a famous reality star like it's good yeah no but when she two seasons ago she said she like was not going to be on the show anymore and she was going to go back to like doing the work that she um was doing wanted to do and I thought that was like really respectable so I'm sure her parents are like what happened to you? But I also think she's going through a, a crisis right clearly, now. Clearly, clearly. And I think that's what they're saying. And she like knows that she is, but doesn't know how to get out of it. So she sleeps with Tom Sandoval for six months. Right, right. She must have been in a major crisis because he's just getting weirder and weirder looking like with his outfits and his long hair. 
and I just can't fucking stand him. And honestly, like in last week and this week, he's getting like caught in the lie. So the editing at the beginning of the episode, I actually thought, I, I saw a lot of people being like, this is confusing. I found it to be really helpful. Like it was a full blown timeline of how everything found out. But oh my God, Ken Vanderpump Todd with his rehearsed line, like Lisa found something out. And Lisa is a producer of this show and she wanted to, it to be on camera and she found it out, I guess off camera. No, she found out when the tasting when Narkel showed oh, up right. Like, so why did she clearly make Ken come into the kitchen and be like, can you believe Raquel slept at Tom Sandoval's house? Like, it was so scripted. Oh, I didn't think that. I feel like Lisa would have brought it up. Regardless. Regardless. Because it was also on camera, like, the tape. He was like, how about that Raquel sleeping at Tom Sandoval's I house? I love that for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I found the editing to be, like, helpful. Like, how the game of telephone actually started. And yeah. everyone was coming to things, like, on their own. Like, that James and Lala conversation had nothing to do with what Lisa Vanderpump like had already found out and make thus making it even more weird. Yeah, but Lala got her information from Katie. Right. But James already knew from Tom Sandoval and Brock conversation. And it's like, they clearly had something to hide. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't get their story more straight. Like Tom Sandoval being like, she dipped. Oh my God, if he says dipped again. And what's so, oh my God, he's so annoying. He's like, dude, she dipped. I'm like, shut up. What does that mean? Calling Lisa dude. And by the way, saying someone dipped means that they left. Yep. Okay, but in Tom Sandoval's world. He was saying she left and got, went to a different room. So no, in Tom Sandoval's world, it means that she dipped, she went to sleep. That's what. That's not what it means though. But that's not what it means. Later in the show, when he's, I think when he's talking about the Labor Day party, he said like, Jason dipped. So Jason left. Right. So what the fuck does dipped mean in your world? Right, you got him. You fucking annoying piece of shit. You got him. <laughs> so annoying. She got him. Like use words. Use. The That's why language. we have language. The English, English so language is, is beautiful. And there's really. Otherwise we're just like a tower of Babel. People talking, not understanding. There is a word for everything. Dalliance. There's a word for everything. Did she go to sleep? Was it acrimonious? Did she leave? So that whole saga was just like was bad. And a bad then also look. Raquel said she slept on the couch. Then Tom Sandoval said she was she's, in the guest room. She's in my bed, the guest bed. Yeah. In my bed, the guest bed. Yeah. And the way Ariana is like so unbothered by all of this is suspicious. And no, it's suspicious. And of course, like I'm team Ariana. Like, of course. But I'm just reacting to the things that I'm seeing. Of course. And I I don't understand why why she's being this way. Like I don't. Yeah, like even in the most trusting relationships, like weird is weird. Weird is weird. Weird is weird. And everybody like keeps posing this question, like would you trust your partner like to sleep in the same bed as your best friend? And mm -hmm. some people are like, yeah, because I like, I, it depends. Like I, I trust my partner, I trust my friend. No. But no, here's, here's the thing. No. Would I trust like, Ben to sleep in a bed and not do anything with another woman? Yes. Is in any fucking world that even remotely fucking okay? No, if, and throats will be slit. If Ben wound up like crashing in a bed with one of your friends, yeah. like, I trust that nothing would happen. Same. But the act itself is so inappropriate, there must be consequences. And, and it makes me question this person who I thought I knew. There must, and like, okay, maybe you guys were so drunk you just like fell into sleeping no, into the, the only, same bed. Then you, have to, then you have to start monitoring your drinking if the that's the way you're gonna The only circumstance do. where that's okay is that Ben and a friend of mine have been abducted and thrown <laughs> in a room with one bed. And honestly, even then, Ben should sleep on the floor if it's a girl. Give the girl the bed. Yeah. And you know, Ben has a bed back. But it's like, why were him. they abducted together? Why were, what they, were they together doing? alone? What were they doing? It's so, like, Andy asked Annalie Asher. I know, she was like, yeah, I would trust. But not Raquel, not Tom Sandoval. Right, like, right. No, no, no. Like, it's not about trust. It's just about, like, Weird. boundaries and, like, things don't happen. A hundred percent. Some things shouldn't happen. Right. So. Even if nothing's happening. The uh, launch event, it was very nice for Bravo to air Christina Kelly's fake beauty company. That was really sweet. It was a nice event. It was it very actually classy. Was. Like, everyone, like, just looked really nice and respectful. And, and it was just a nice. I don't know, it wasn't like packed. It felt like weird and almost unfair that Katie had her mom there because like no one was going to get into it with Katie with her mom sitting right next to her. So like everyone just like walked away from her. Yeah, but you know what? I don't need Katie to get into it with anyone. Like she said what she needed to say. She's completely right. Mm -hmm. She see, she sees through everyone. Yeah. The only conversation that needed to be had was Katie and Ariana. I thought Can Katie handled herself so well and made really good points. I don't feel like Katie insinuated that they have an open relationship. I feel like that's what Allie heard. Mm -hmm. But you know, sometimes someone says something and what you process is completely different. Yeah. And that's just like not what they meant at all. I think Katie was saying like, 
they just have a different sort of relationship. And by like, the way, what we're seeing play out, like all this weird stuff happening and Ariana not caring about the barbecue, about Raquel right. sleeping over. She's they do have like no rules. Right. She's 100% right. And like if, if Ariana is a homebody and Tom likes to go out, it's not like she has a rule like you need to be home by 1 a.m. Like they don't have rules and that's just their relationship. Right. Allie heard that as open relationship. I don't think Katie said anything wrong or anything untrue. I really like Allie. I really like her too. I have to say last week when James like thought he got that... 150 proof alcohol in his eye he's like oh, oh, oh Ale! and oh my god that I made Ben watch because when we were um waiting for last night's episode to air like the last 20 minutes of the previous weeks were on and I'm like Ben you have to watch this it's the funniest thing that whole saga where James then runs to the bathroom and falls and ends up just being water in the in the cup was the fun it was literally like com- you couldn't write comedy so funny that's funny it was the best thing ever I, and Allie was just so funny about it like not giving a fuck she's like shut up yeah I really like her I hope that James can be worthy of her I know he's like the worst and you know obviously this season is highlighting the worst in Tom and, and Raquel and we're all focusing on that and James is so funny but like it's so important to remember like how he he literally was the worst like literally Raquel told us this season that she had to break up with him because he literally called her mom fat like he's the fucking worst but like it's just so hard not to be obsessed with everything that comes out of his mouth yeah and just not to want to like start anew every day every episode it's tabula rasa every episode like what James are we gonna get the last few episodes we've gotten like good James yeah he really should stop drinking yeah and like he does he kind of reminds me in a way how you were pointing out how like Tom Sandoval every 10 years like his in a relationship and then sees like a young new girl who he can mold and he'll be with her until he gets tired of her and she gets old and he'll go find someone else it like James reminds me a little bit of that like he always chooses these like younger timid girls and and that was so Raquel and it worked until it didn't but there's something about Allie like she really does stand up for herself I feel like he thought that's what he was getting with Allie yeah and he actually got um someone who is a very strong-willed strong and a good match for him if he can rise to the occasion right and not be like put off by the fact that she's not just like subservient but he seems like he's fine with it it's I not like love he like Allie. Go, they don't like when she stands up for herself like that's the, that's the end of the story like the right. conversation because when he got that thing in his eye and he came back he was like you didn't even care she's like yeah I don't care sit down and shut up that's what she said to him right and that's she's like you means. look stupid sit down and shut up and I feel like if like Raquel had ever would never but if she did he would be like are you kidding bloody hell right and I feel like he kind of likes I just hope I, I feel really like do. he accidentally got into the right relationship for himself yeah. but he might fuck it up because like that's what he does and everyone likes everyone likes Allie and like the cool girls the cool like girls her. like Allie Ariana likes Allie like everyone likes Allie no like Lala Katie Christina yeah I wouldn't call Christina like cool girl but, but they're like the, the crew. especially after the glamping like yeah I was watching Zach I was like Oof. a bigger group of losers I've never seen the, and then you like cut to all these like women in business I know. just like having their shit together I'm like that's the cool group. Yeah, no, like this episode, it changes week to it week. It changes week to week. Like Vegas, they were not being the cool girls. They were, they being, were being the, the mean girls. girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found this episode like so crazy. There was just so like every scene had a million things to unpack. A million Easter body eggs. language, facial reactions, lies, so much, and the whole barbecue thing. It was, was weird. so weird. And we've been, I've been hearing about this alleged barbecue in like, you know, blogs and. Jax talked about it on Watch What Happens Live. Right. So now knowing actually like timeline wise, Labor Day, the day Ariana found out her grandmother had passed away and his ride left and he didn't go. And like, I'm sorry, where are you that you can't get an Uber? I'm sorry. Like in this day and age, there is no excuse to not be able to get a ride home. Yeah. No, and he had a ride home and he let the ride leave even though Ariana like said that she needed him. And, and then he admitted that he knew Ariana's, that Jason left and, and he had, I guess, told Ariana, I was taking a shit and, and Jason left. And he's such a fucking liar. And I, I do have like a little blame for Ariana for not like holding his feet to the fire at all and instead like being like, okay, Lala. So you got what you wanted. Are you happy? It's like, no, are, are you happy? Yeah. Yeah. Like she's really being like blindly loyal to a fault. Like I don't find it commendable like I feel like she's just burying her head in the sand maybe because at this point like what we know about their relationship is like they were both like really like maybe she just stopped caring but then she in her confessional she's like crying because she's like Tom's biggest fan and he doesn't feel that way about her yeah that was sad like, she loves him so much and I believed her when yeah, she said that yeah that was really sad but she's also like a, a, a smart girl Capable. so like when you see one plus one is equaling sock you gotta do gotta something about questions. it you gotta question the sock of course, like none of this is her fault whatsoever. It's just like her reactions I found to be surprising. Yeah, like surprisingly like low energy. Yeah. yeah. When there's like clear crimes. Yeah, being committed. Yeah. So I guess next week is the last episode before the finale. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> and that's our show. 
Yeah, that is it. That's thank the you. one. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of the Monday Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadio, CastBox, all the places. Please visit podcasts. Find us on Five Star Radio. Beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have a great day. Tomorrow's episode is audio only. Uh, and then we're back in studio on Monday for a full Eras recap. But we'll see you tomorrow morning. Love, Love ya. ya. Bye. Bye.